Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good evening. If you seem to sense an aura of cold dampness that permeates this room, attribute it not to either defective air conditioning or inclement indoor weather. It's simply because this is rather a special place. With special statuary and special paintings. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Wednesday. Such a groovy Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. Welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show. Thank you for choosing us. This is episode number 1,627. Right next to me, I have something wacky. That's right. Kimmy, I got one knife. Hi. Hi, I'm your host, Patrick Riley. Hello, handsome. You're a good-looking fellow. Do you know that? People laugh at you. People hate you, but why do they hate you? Because they are jealous. Look at that boyish face. Look at that sweet smile. You are not evil. You are good. Yes, somebody has finally said it, and thank you. Now, somebody right next to me is not evil. She's wacky, and she's... She is in the studio. That is Kimmy. Hello, you wacky person. Hey there. How are you on this wacky Wednesday? Awesome. It's a wacky way back Wednesday. And what is Wednesday in the world of pop culture, Kimmy? Well, it's comic book day. That's right. Brand new product. Mm -hmm. Uh, Comic book stores throughout the country. You can find a link to that comic book store near you. We have a comic book shop locator. It's uh, zip code based. It goes out about one and a half miles all the way out to 50 miles. If you're in an area like where we are in the Orlando, Central Florida area, there might be a lot of comic books. There could be if you're fortunate enough. You know, uh, Orlando alone has at least 13 in what's called the Metro. Uh, different comic book stores. Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Plenty to choose from on New Comic Book Day. And if you'd like to find out what's brand new at the comic book you know, stores, uh, like uh, what, toys and memorabilia and uh, you know, Statues comic books and, and graphic novels and, and things like that, just uh, go to a little link we have, and it's available for new product from previews. You can preview what is new at comic book stores. We have that link on our link page on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And speaking of comic books, recently, matter of fact, last, well, it's not, I, I can't believe it. It's last weekend, uh, Sunday at Megacon Orlando at the Orange County Convention Center, we were fortunate enough to be given a gift, a framed Neil Adams print of the Superman versus Muhammad Ali cover. Signed. Yes, signed by Neil Adams. 
Very special gift to me because Neil Adams means a lot to me. And uh, sometime maybe we'll talk about why. Uh, you know, I'm such a big fan of Neil Adams. You can see that that beautiful print on our Facebook page. It's posted there. Also on our website. Visiting our website, you can hear archived episodes of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Also links to listen to us every single day on iHeartRadio, iTunes, also SoundCloud. Celebrity interviews we've done, including Neil Adams. Yes, you can find that, video interviews, and more. And the best way to communicate with us and uh, stay connected to find out where we will be next. Yeah, social media-wise, uh, links there for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Oh, boy, YouTube, the list goes on and on and on. You can find all of those things on our website. What's our web address, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com I'm Patrick Riley. I'm Kimmy. We're the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. We're available for your next event in Florida. Please consider the Riley and Kimmy Show for your pop culture or nostalgia-based event. Art shows. Exhibitions. Festivals. Grand openings. Home and garden shows. Car shows. Collectible shows. Conventions. Animal and pet-related events. Let us promote your event with customized commercials and interviews. Live on-site promotions and podcasts. Please contact us on Facebook messenger all communications kept confidential pop culture escapism the riley and kimmy show the riley and kimmy show Shall we play a game? That is a big question. It's way back Wednesday. Is Kimmy want to go back in time? Challenge her brain cells with a thrilling, I guarantee, thrilling game, maybe wacky game of pop culture trivia. What say you, Kimmy? Well, okay. All right. We're going to go back in time. The timeline might be adjusted, meaning it's not running in chronological or linear order entirely. It could be in places. It could be just a wacky for a Wednesday sort of like I am. Uh, Kimmy believes in time travel answers. She thinks that you, well, you're in her future and she's in your past. You two can communicate simply by you talking to whatever computing device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. And it could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. The very first category, Kimmy, a strong category for you. It's movies. And it was on this date, Kimmy, a movie was released. It was 2003. We're asking you to identify the movie and name one of its stars. This film is a featured-length animation film. It's full-length animation. Okay, the you know it's 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 a it's not just a brief cartoon. All right, that's what we're trying okay. to say here. Identify it. The name has been removed from the trailer. The title. Here is your brief clue. Listen carefully. All right, Dory. Let's go over this one more time. We know your memory's not the best. Yep, can't remember diddly. I know. Can't remember squat. That's right. Diddly squat. Diddly squat. Now, up, Dory, over here. Now listen to me. We need to ask for directions. Uh-huh. Directions. You gotta be low key. Low key. Because fish in this part of the reef, very skittish. Skittish. All right. You got that? Uh huh. You're sure? Yeah. You don't remember a word, do you? Nope. Nothing in my noggin. Okay. Here's a brand new idea. You stay right here, swim in a little circle, forget to yourself. I'll be right back. I'm going to ask for directions. 
Excuse me. Uh-huh. Whoa. <laughs> uh, my friend and I need to get to the East Australian Current. Ah, oh, sure, the EAC. Yeah. It's in that direction. What you want to do is part out. Ah! Ah! That's so much fun. They just move. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want to turn? Could a bigger fish swallow me? I will voluntarily go on a hook. Whoa! Hey, was it something I said? Well, I kind of identify with that trailer there. It kind of feels like a discussion I have with Kimmy. No, anyway, Kimmy, can you identify the movie? Finding Dory? Close. Finding Nemo? It is Finding Nemo. Can you tell me one of the stars? Ellen DeGeneres? Yes. Bonus points if you can tell us the male star. Albert Brooks? Yeah, Kimmy got it right. She's on a positive side as we uh, as we roll to the next question here on Pop Culture Trivia. The year is 1964. Kimmy, this single goes number one in the United States. Identify the song. Can you tell me the title? Love Me Do. Love, love me do. You know I love you. I'll always be true. So please love me do. And who had that as a hit in 1964? The Beals. You're correct. The year's 1968. A certain group begins recording the White Album. Tell me the name of the band. The Beatles. Yeah, a, a twofer there on this wacky Wednesday. The year is 1967. This daredevil jumps 16 automobiles in a row on a motorcycle. He does that uh, as a stunt. Happens in California. Can you tell me who the daredevil is? Evil Knievel. What a jump! Evil's riding the amazing stunt cycle. That gyro power sends him over 100 feet at top speed. Look, look, and he's not through yet. Into the dragster. Evil super sprint car with built-in drag shoot to slow him down. What a hook. And now, the sky cycle. That daredevil death-defying supersonic sky plane on wheels. And here he is on the super cool chopper bike. With the power that can really rip. He's sensational. He's evil Knievel. He's a knockout. He's ideal. Way back, Wednesday moment. Our evil Knievel moment there, Kimmy. Moving to a science-based question for you, Kimmy. The year is 1971. Mariner 9, an American space probe, blasts off on a journey to what celestial body? That's the question. Where is Mariner 9? Where is it supposed to go? Mars? No one would have believed in the middle of the 20th century that human affairs were being watched keenly and closely by intelligences greater than man's. Yet, across the gulf of space on the planet Mars, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our Earth with envious eyes, slowly and surely drawing their plans against us. Mars is more than 140 million miles from the sun. And for centuries it has been in the last stages of exhaustion. At night, temperatures drop far below zero, even at its equator. The inhabitants of this dying planet looked across space with instruments and intelligences of which we have scarcely dreamed, searching for another world which they could migrate. 
1953 movie there. A little soundbite from it. On this Way Back Wednesday, what Martian movie is that? War of the Worlds. That's right. The theatrical adaptation loosely based on the novel by H.G. Wells, and that's Sir Cedric Hardwick as the voice, the narrator. Now, the, the narration piece is about five minutes long. It's fantastic. Uh, I recommend, if someone's never seen that movie, to see the movie. Also, Paul Frees, a known narrator, the man of over 1,000 voices, is in it on camera as well and does some voice work, too. It's kind of cool hearing those two work together voice-wise. That is War of the Worlds, starring Gene Barry in that movie. The year is 1975, Kimmy. The album Venus and Mars is released by a group. Tell me the name of the band. Here's a hit from that album. Love is fine for all we know. For all we know, our love will grow. That's what the man said. So won't you listen to what the man said? He said. Who is that, Kimmy? Well, I didn't even need that clue. It's Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh, so either somebody told you the answer or you have that album. I don't have that album, but I know that album. Well, it's because you're a Paul McCartney groupie, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Continuing in music, let's just see how good your ear is. This recording artist releases an album on this date, 1988. One of the tracks, we're going to see if you can identify who the recording artist is, Kimmy. Uh, let's uh, put your audiophile skills to the challenge. Is that Kimmy? Bob Dylan? Yes. Had a dream about you, baby, uh, from the album released on this date in 1988. Would you like to continue in the world of music? Yeah. Very well. The year's 1989. This song is released, Kimmy. It would hit number two on the Billboard Hot 100, number one on the R&B singles. Tell me who the recording artist is. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters and the end control. Had a throwing party for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, the sun was under the building. So they packed up, removed, got a grip, came a quick, grabbed a proton, packed up the back, then they split. Found out about Beagle, the master of evil. Trying to battle my boys? That's not Beagle. Can you tell me who that is? Bobby Brown. Yes, on our own is the single, and what movie was that? in ghostbusters what number two yes number two the year is 1992 celebrity wedding time kimmy paul simon marries a singer can you tell me who he marries or do you need an audio clue oh a singer yes and they Um, would record together they are still married oh do you need the audio clue i do here is her number seven, 1988 hit on the Billboard Hot 100. is it, Kimmy? Who married Paul Simon on this date, 1992? Edie Brickell. You got it right. The year's 1996. Britain's Prince Andrew and 
were granted an uncontested decree ending their 10-year marriage. Who is it? Who's the mystery person? Fergie? That's correct. The year is 1999. In New Jersey, this performer walks off stage after 40 minutes and collapse from heat exhaustion. It's hot. Gosh, it's hot. The reason this happens, he had been performing in a fur coat. Tell me who it is. Is it, Kimmy? Lenny Kravitz. That's right. Celebrity and notable birthdays. Famous people born on this day in history. He was born 1908. Kimmy, an American voice actor, also did on-camera stuff. He was a comedian, radio personality, known in animation as the, well, the man of over a thousand voices. He voiced this character. Can you tell me who it is? Guess who? Um, uh, Eddie Wamoa? Nope. Both voices were done by him. Who is it? Who was talking to himself? Mel Blank. That's correct. Born in the state, 1908. Died 1989 at the age of 81. This musician, this big band leader, born on this date, 1909, identify who it is. Moon Glow, one of many songs considered almost signature songs for him. Who is it? He would play the clarinet. That's what he was known for. Tommy Dorsey? No. Uh, she gets three Glenn, guesses. Glenn Miller? No, not that one. Uh, one more. That's my always well, there's, a, there's another big one. Big, 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 uh, big, big. Lived till 1986. Performed long, long, real close to his death. Died at the age of 77. Who is it? Mm, Benny? Goodman? Yes. She got it right. Tell me why this person is on the famous list, Kimmy. Born 1927. His name, Clint Walker. He was an actor? That's correct. Best known for starring on TV as Cheyenne in the TV show Cheyenne. It ran from 1955 to 1963. He just recently, I mean, it was just, you know, days ago he passed away. It was May 21st of this year he passed. He almost died, though. A little side note, he almost passed away in 1971 when a ski pole pierced his heart in Sierra Nevada. In his own words... Quote, they rushed me to a hospital where two doctors pronounced me dead. No pulse, no heartbeat. I was clinically dead. A third doctor detected life and an operation saved me. Unquote. He wow. would fully recover and go on to live for another 47 years. Here's Clint Walker talking about what he wants to be remembered for. Here's his own words. Like for folks to remember me as a... Uh, a good guy. And that's why I guess I'm, I, it really uh, uh, gives me a great sense of, of satisfaction when I find that, that, uh, you know, I get letters from policemen and judges and surgeons and people from, and, and soldiers uh, from all walks of life. And uh, a lot of them say the same thing. And we've had guys come up to our table when we do these 
uh, go on the road and do these shows. And they're big strapping guys, and they got tears rolling down their cheeks. But I understand, you know, how they feel. And that's Cheyenne was their hero. And now they're getting to meet him in person. And to them, it's a big thing. And I understand how they feel. I had my own heroes. Didn't get to meet them, but uh, had my own heroes. Did get to meet uh, Johnny Weismiller and uh, uh, a few people like that. But uh, heroes are important, and we don't have enough of them now. And unfortunately, uh, young people sometimes, if they don't have the right kind of guy to emulate, they may have, may, uh, have a tendency to emulate the wrong kind of guy. And it, the uh, the hero element is will always be there, I think. Kids are going to emulate somebody. So it just uh, makes me feel good when I talk to people. That is Clint Walker with powerful words mm. and about the importance of heroes. And I think he, that's so true. Mm-hmm. And yes. And he was also a singer, Kimmy. We have a sample of him uh, belting out a tune. Here is When Day is Done. When day is done and shadows fall, I dream of you. When day is done, I think of all the joys we knew. That yearning, returning to hold you in my arms Won't go, love, I know, love Without you, night has lost its charms That is Clint Walker. That's nice. Yes, powerful voice, and... and and recorded quite a few things. Not chartable, but uh, you can find those those recordings. That's our little tribute to Clint Walker, born on this date. Next individual, Kimmy. Known for this TV show. She was on it from 1966 to 1970. Identify the TV show. Kimmy, can you identify that classic TV show? Petticoat Junction. Petticoat Junction. There's a little hotel called the Shady Rest at the Junction. It is run by... Yeah, she played one of the daughters. I'm not going to ask you who it is, Kimmy Ward, to name the daughters. It's Meredith McRae, who was born on this day in 1945. Of showbiz time. Hello, Mr. Swift. Welcome to the Shady Rest. You're kidding. Everybody, I'd like to meet Mr. Ted Swift. This is my uncle, Joe Carson. Hi, nice to meet you, Joe. My sister, Bobby Joe. How do you do? Hello. My other sister, Betty Joe. How do you do? And her husband, Steve Elliott. How are you, sir? Uh, why don't we all go on up to the hotel? That is her character, Billy Joe. And they had her character as a singer for that episode, but she truly was a singer. Here's one of her songs from right around that time period. This is from 1964, right before she did Petticoat Junction. As I lie away. Resting from the day, I can hear the clock passing time away. Oh, I couldn't sleep, for on my mind was the image of the boy I hope to find. 
Meredith McCray with Image of a Boy from 1964. And that time period, 1964, Kimmy, she was on a different TV show. This is right before Petticoat Junction identified the TV show she was on from 1963 to 1965. Can you tell me the show? My Three Sons. That's right. She played girlfriend and wife to Mike, the eldest son who you probably have never seen before, Kimmy, because it was the black and white years and they didn't run it in syndication until well, probably recently. Mm. So you, you've not seen. So check out. Uh, you might be able to find her on MeTV as they're about ready to recycle over to the beginning. They're about. To, they're, they're like in the last two seasons of My Three Sons. I, I don't like those seasons. And they're going to kick back into the black and white years mm. as they you know flip. There's over. There's like 280, 90 episodes or 300 of My Three Sons. There's a lot of wow. them. So that, that'll be a fun thing to try to spot. MeTV runs My Three Sons 7:30 every. Weekday morning at 7.30 Eastern Time. Next person having a birthday, Kimmy, tell me how old she is once you identify her. Country superstar. Here's a big hit from 1992 for her. Tell me who is having a birthday. How did you get to me? No one else on earth could ever hurt me. Break my heart away. That song crossed over from country where it was number one on the hot country singles charts. It was a number 35 hit. On the adult contemporary charts of Billboard, tell me who is having a birthday. Winona Judd. Yes, how old is she today, within five years? Uh, 59. She is 54. I see dead people. Notable deaths, famous people, celebrities that died on this date in history. Identify this person, Kimmy. He passed away on this date in history. Dies at the age of 45. Passes away 1912. Few years before that, he and his brother Orville had the first successful flight in an airplane. Can you tell me who died on this date? Wilbur Wright. You're right. The year is 1967, Kimmy. This British actor dies at the age of 77, known for... Playing in some horror films, he played the Phantom and the Phantom of the Opera, talkie version, first talking version, not silent. Played in The Wolfman, he was Lawrence Talbot's father in the 1941 classic. He kills the Wolfman, or he thinks he does, at the very end. But he's also known for this movie, Kimmy. Tell me, who passed away on this date in history? One day I'll tell you everything. There's no time now. I began five years ago, in secret, working all night, every night, right into the dawn. A thousand experiments, a thousand failures. And then, at last, the great, wonderful day. The great, wonderful day. The last little mixture of drugs. I couldn't stay here any longer, Kemp. I couldn't let you see me slowly fading away. So I packed up and went to a little village for secrecy and quiet. Kimmy, let's just uh, have some fun here. First of all, can you identify the classic horror film he starred in? The Invisible Man? There are one or two things you must understand. I must always remain in hiding for an hour after meals. The food is visible inside me until it is digested. I can only work on fine, clear days. If I work in the rain, the water can be seen on my head and shoulders. In a fog, you can see me like a bubble. In smoky cities, the soot settles on me until you can see a dark outline. 
You must always be near at hand to wipe off my feet. Even dirt between my fingernails would give me away. It is difficult at first to walk downstairs. We are so accustomed to watching our feet. But these are trivial difficulties. We shall find ways of defeating everything. One of the best voices of all time in cinema, in my opinion, also during the golden age of radio. Can you identify who played the invisible man? Claude Rains. Didn't say Vincent Price. No. Which he played, he was in the second Invisible Man movie. Oh. It was Vincent Price. It is. It's Claude Rains. Passed away on the state, 1967. And yes, I, I I know somebody saying he was in Casablanca. Yes, he was in Casablanca too. We we didn't forget. Kimmy, we think you did a fantastic job on this way back Wednesday. Thank you. Would you like to go way back in time? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. We're gonna honor something we talked about on trivia with a golden age of radio. mentioned moments ago that cartoon voice legend Mel Blanc was born on this date in 1908. We have a golden age of radio tribute to him. But before we get to that, feel free to visit our website for our tribute to Claude Rains, who died on this date in 1967. On our website, we have a 1948 golden age of radio production. He starred in with Vincent Price. He got two, two strong voice actors. Known for horror together, it is great. It's from 1948. It is a suspenseful episode. But first, here's our tribute to Mel Blanc from 1947. Mel Blanc had his own radio program. It was right about the time period he was still doing stuff with Jeff Benny. The Mel Blanc shows what we're going to. 1947, the episode is Mel's birthday. Here's our tribute to Mel Blanc on The Riley and Kimmy Show. Colgate Tooth Powder presents the Mel Blanc Show, written by Max Benoff with Mary Jane Croft, Joe Kearns, Hans Conried, the sportsman Victor Miller in his orchestra, and starring the creator of the voice of Bugs Bunny. What's up, Doc? Yes, Colgate Tooth Powder, for a breath that's sweet and teeth that sparkle, brings you the Mel Blanc Show, with Mel playing his new character, Zookie. Hello, everybody. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, hi. <laughs> And starring himself in person, Mel Blake. Hi, folks. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. All over the country, business firms preparatory to filing their tax statements are making their estimates of earnings for the fiscal year. In New York, insurance executive William Lenahan checks his statement. Income, 157000 Expenditures, 122000 Net, 35000 Everything checks. I'm heading for Florida. And in Los Angeles, Oliver B. Schwab, prominent attorney, checks his statement. Income, 400000 Expenditure, 300000 Net, 100000 Everything checks. I'm heading for Palm Springs. And in Mel Blanc's little town, Mel Blanc, fix-it shop proprietor, checks his statement. Income? Hmm. <laughs> Liabilities? 
Hmm. <laughs> Profit for the year? <laughs> Everything checks. I'm heading for bankruptcy. <laughs> and as soon as Mel's bank checked his statement, they agreed with him. So today, on his birthday, Mel Blank received this letter. And in order to satisfy your creditors, we shall be forced to sell your fix-it shop at public auction. Signed, Roger P. Grimes, President. Gosh, auctioning off my fix-it shop today. I bet they wouldn't do it if they knew it was my birthday. Let's see what else it says in the letter. P.S. Happy birthday. <laughs> hmm. Today it's my birthday. Tomorrow it's Lincoln's. Now I know what they meant when they wrote that song. What a difference a day makes. <laughs> oh, here comes Betty. She'll have a kind word for me. Hello, Mel. I heard the news about the auction. Yeah. Isn't it terrible? Oh, darling, don't worry. Plan. After all, the auction, you might be able to buy back some of your stuff. With what, a dollar eighty? The fixtures alone are worth a dollar. Nerve of that bank foreclosing. Well, it's your own fault for letting the place run down. Look at the way everything's scattered around. Well, I know exactly where everything is. Oh, yes. Suppose I said to you, where's the can of red paint? What would you say? You're sitting on it. What? <laughs> well, don't worry, the lid's on. Gosh, to think that my fix-it shop is being auctioned, auctioned off on, on this day of all days. Well, what's today? Betty, you mean to say you don't know what day this is? Why? Well, uh, well, what does this remind you of? La, 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 to you. La, 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 to you. La, 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 Mel Blank. La, 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 to you. Yeah, I know. What? It's a rainy night in Rio. <laughs> No, they're growing off a lot of coffee in Brazil. <laughs> Fine thing. Oh, hello, Betty. Hello, Mel. Hello. I understand they're auctioning off your picnic shop today, Mel. <laughs> Why, you may be out in the street. Down <laughs> <laughs> and out with nothing to eat. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Mr. Colby, don't be so unhappy. Oh, Mel. So what if you are a flop? No, you don't make money. What's the difference? You can't take it with you. Yeah, but I'd sure like to see some of it before I go. <laughs> well, it takes time to be successful, Mel. Why, when I first opened my supermarket years ago, I lived on practically nothing. I bought a suit for six dollars. What do you think of that? It still looks good on you. <laughs> I mean, Mel Blank, I have no sympathy for you. I've worked hard and made a name for myself. Why, do you know what people call me? Please, Mr. Colby, not in front of Betty. <laughs> Why, you... Oh, oh. oh, I've had enough. Come on, Betty. <laughs> Goodbye, man. Goodbye, man. How do you like that? My own girl walks out on me. Her father calls me a moron. They take away my fix-it shop. And all this on my birthday. They can't do this to me. I'm a citizen. I owe taxes. <laughs> Boy, they'd be sorry if I were dead. They'd say, gosh, we all forgot Mel on his birthday. We were mean to him. We didn't love him. I know what I'll do. I'll hang myself on the tree on Colby's lawn. No, I better not do that. Mr. Colby doesn't like me hanging around his house. <laughs> if I were dead, oh, how sorry they'd be. Say, I got a great idea. I know what to do. Where's my assistant, Zuki? Zuki! Zuki! <laughs> Thank you.
Okay, Zuki, start yelling now. Mel Blank. He jumped in the river. Mel Blank. Mel Blank. Mel Blank. Yeah. Who's he? Well, he he he's the nicest. He he's the sweetest. He's the most wonderful. He's a jerk. <laughs> Why did he do it? Well, his girl walked out on him. You see, her father hated him. They foreclosed his business. Nobody remembered his birthday. <laughs> no reason at all. <laughs> How do you know all this? Well, he, he told me he was going to jump off a, a ten-story building. Oh, that's impossible. The tallest building in this town is only five stories. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was going to jump off twice. <laughs> Gee, ain't it awful? Oh, uh, look, there's Mel's hat floating on the water. What a tragedy. Probably my size, too. Well, I'm going home now. Hang the flag out the window. You're going to do that for Mel? No, tomorrow's Lincoln's birthday. Oh, say, say, that's right. I got to do it, too. Yeah. Come on. Oh, okay, Mel. They're all gone now. How do you like that? No sympathy at all. All I think about is Lincoln. Forgot all about me. I'll show this town. By the time I'm through, I'll be such a big man, Lincoln will be hanging a flag out for me. Okay, town, just wait and see. You call gate to powder, keep smiling, just fly. Use it each morning and use it each night. It cleans your teeth, makes breath so sweet. Use Colgate tooth powder. Want teeth that sparkle and dazzle? A breath that's fresh and sweet? Then try Colgate tooth powder. For the new all-purpose Colgate tooth powder cleans your teeth and sweetens your breath. Yes, this new all-purpose tooth powder produces an amazingly rich, active foam that's marvelously effective. Every time you brush your teeth with this new all-purpose Colgate tooth powder, your whole mouth feels clean, sweet, fresh. Your teeth regain their natural sparkle. It's been proved in seven cases out of ten that Colgate tooth powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. And as for cleaning, you can depend on Colgate tooth powder revealing the natural brilliance of your teeth, giving them that pearly, polished feeling. Yes, Colgate tooth powder, the new all-purpose tooth powder, does everything you can expect or ask of a dentist and does it beautifully. Try Colgate Tooth Powder today for teeth that sparkle and a breath that's sweet. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. And now the sportsman Victor Miller in the orchestra with a rainy night in Rio. <laughs> Can't go for a walk. Do they stay home and talk? 
take these different disguises and go out and talk with my friends. I'll see how sorry they are. Oh, there's Mr. Colby. He's probably getting here early for the auction. Oh, uh, pardon me, friend. May I trouble you for a match? Uh, man, who do you think I am? Santa Claus? <laughs> the, uh, I'm looking for uh, Mel Blank. Well, if you're looking for that idiot, he's not around. He drowned himself this afternoon. Oh, too bad. His uncle died and I came to bring him the legacy. Eighteen million pounds... Fourteen guineas, twelve shillings, four crowns, six pence, high penny, half penny, who penny, hip penny, and a whole penny. <laughs> but if he's dead, I'll have to give it to his dearest friend. Uh, does he have such in this town? Oh, uh, well, I'm his dearest friend. But you called him an idiot. Uh, oh, idiot. Well, that's an American word for friend. Well, uh, I'll have to go and think it over. Uh, so long, jackass. Jackass? Aye, uh, that's a Scotch word for friend. <laughs> so that's the way Colby feels, huh? For $18 million, he's my friend. Who needs him? For $18 million, I can be my own friend. <laughs> I wonder how the rest of the town feels. Uh-oh, here comes my girl, Betty. I'll put on this beret and test her. Uh, pardon me, ma, ma chérie, I, I'm looking for the Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc? Oh, he just jumped in the river over there. Oh, too bad. The girls of France, they will feel terrible to hear that. There was not a girl in France who would not give her right arm for a kiss from Mel Blanc. In fact, in the town of Marseille, all the girls are called lefty. 
Who are you? Uh, I am Mel Blanc's cousin, Rue de la Blanc. I uh, just left his aunt, uh, Eiffel, a very tall woman. <laughs> uh, I have come from France with 10 million francs given to him by the girls of Paris for his great work. Oh, what work? I do not know what his work was, but all the girls say he was a great worker. <laughs> But if Mel Blanc is not here, I was told to give the money to his girlfriend. Oh, well, I'm his girlfriend. You? Uh, whose birthday is it today? Well, it's tomorrow, and it's Lincoln's birthday. Now, may I have the money? The money you want? Go ask Lincoln. Au revoir. <laughs> well, so that's the way my girl feels. I'm getting to wish I was in the river under that hat. Oh, here comes Mr. Cushing, my lodge president. Maybe he's got a kind word. Eh... Uh, Hello, friend. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. Well, greetings, friend. Ugga, ugga, boo, ugga, boo, boo, ugga. <laughs> hey, I never saw you before. How come you know the password? Well, I'm a member of the Jennings Junction Local Order of uh, Benevolent Zebras. I came down to represent the lodge for Mel Blank. Oh, terrible thing. Finding his hat in the river. Oh, you don't know what a blow it was to me. Really? Yeah, at first I thought that hat belonged to my wife. Oh, aren't you sorry about Brother Blank? Oh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. He was a good friend of mine. May his auger rest in boo. <laughs> Must have been a terrible decision for him to make jumping into the river. Well, I don't know. Every morning when I have breakfast, I read a newspaper over the coffee. Sometimes the newspaper drops, and I look at my wife. My, that river looks good. <laughs> Is your uh, wife that bad looking? Well, I'll tell you, friend. Every morning, my wife eats cereal. Now, you know how cereals are. They jump, they crack, they pop, they snap. When my wife looks at them, they just lay there and grow. <laughs> of course, she's always trying to reduce, so she eats a lot of carrots. Carrots, carrots, carrots. Is she losing weight? No, no, but this morning when I come down to breakfast, she said, um, <laughs> What's up, Doc? <laughs> As long as she reads and I read, I'm satisfied. <laughs> she reads at breakfast, too? Oh, yes, yes, she does. She studies a horoscope all the time. A lot of good it does her. You see, she's born under the sign of Taurus the Bull. But she still looks like Elsie the Cow. <laughs> Where would I be going, Brother Zebra? Oh, uh, wait a second. Where are you going? Well, I can do one or two things. I can go to the movies and see The Razor's Edge. Or I can go home and cut my throat. <laughs> so long, Well, didn't say a word about me disappearing. Never even missed me. Nobody misses me. It's like they never even knew I was around. I might just as well be vice president of the United States. <laughs> well... Now, now to get back to the fix-it shop and watch that vulture banker Grimes auction off my shop. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here to auction off Mel Blanc's fix-it shop, and even though his sudden departure saddens us, let us not have that interfere with our bid, shall we? <laughs> How do you like that? What a hypocrite. 
Mel Bank was near and dear to all of us. Why? Why, there isn't a house in this town that doesn't have a memento to remind them of Mel Blank. A broken clock, a washing machine that doesn't work, a lamp that just stands there darkening up some bright corner. <laughs> and yet I know that if that noble figure were alive today, first thing that he would say is, deposit your money in the First National Bank. What a lot of baloney. If he'd only give somebody else a chance to speak. Well, be- before we start the auction, is there someone here who would like to say a few kind words in behalf of Mel Blank? Any words. They don't even have to be kind. <laughs> Looks like I'll have to do it myself. I know. I'll act like I'm tipsy. Yeah. Hey, uh, just a second, buddy. <laughs> I, I'm a friend of Blank's, and today happens to be his birthday. But everybody remembers Lincoln. Why? I don't know. Lincoln split rails. Well, my pal Mel Blank split rails for three years. <laughs> Got a house full of rails. And nobody remembers him. And Benjamin Franklin invented the kite. Who helped him? Blank. Robert Fulton invented the steam engine. Stole it from Blank. <laughs> the Wright brothers invented the aeroplane. Who gave them the idea? A bird. <laughs> That's who, but where did the bird get it from? Mal Blank. <laughs> and why wasn't Mal Blank in on the atomic bomb? I'll tell you why. He was sick. <laughs> I could go on forever. And I think I will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, now, if you don't mind, my friend, we've got to get on with the auction. Now, the entire store goes lock, stock, and barrel, including all Mel Blank's personal effects, Belongings and clothes. Now, what what am I bid? One cent. <laughs> One cent? Why, for two cents? I, I bid two cents. Uh, who'll make it three? Three. Pennies? Why, the least I could do is start the bidding in dollars. Uh, a, a dollar is bid. Going, going. Do I hear more? Gone. Sold to this gentleman for one dollar. And what is your name, sir? I'll, t- I'll tell you my name. It's Mel Blank. So you're not even amazed, huh? Well, I found out what you all thought of me. You don't care whether I'm alive or dead. You're only interested in yourselves. You, Banker Grimes, hanging up that sign that says, here's your fix-it shop, Mel Blank. And you, Mr. Colby, putting that plate of cold cuts and potato salad on the table. What do you think this is, a party? And you, Betty, carrying that birthday cake that says, happy birthday, Mel Blank. Why, you don't even know it's my birthday. Happy birthday, Mel... Happy birthday, Mel Blank! Surprise! Surprise! What? Hey... What's going on here? Oh, Mel, you big, sweet. <laughs> I don't know what to call you, darling. What a day you gave us today. Well, you mean this this surprise, this party is for me? You knew all the time I wasn't in the river? Hoot, man, yes. <laughs> what a Scotchman you are. <laughs> and all the girls, they call themselves lefties. And I didn't fool you either. Gosh, I... I got a lump in my throat. Now, remember, Mel, people think about you even though they don't show it. That's the motto of the First National Bank. (laughs) Well, how do you feel, Mel? Gosh, Betty, I'm speechless. There's only one thing I can say. What's that? (laughs) Mel Blank will be back in just a minute. Use Colgate tooth powder, keep smiling just right. Use it each morning and use it each night. It cleans your teeth, 
makes breath so sweet. Use Colgate Tooth Powder. Have you tried it yet? New all-purpose Colgate Tooth Powder? We call it all-purpose because it does everything. Everything you could possibly expect from any dentifrice. For Colgate Tooth Powder produces an amazingly rich, active foam that makes your whole mouth feel fresh, clean, and sweet. In seven cases out of ten, tests prove that Colgate Tooth Powder instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. And when it comes to cleaning, Colgate Tooth Powder does a sparkling job, leaves teeth so beautifully clean it reveals all their natural brilliance. So try Colgate Tooth Powder, the new all-purpose Colgate Tooth Powder for teeth that sparkle and a breath that's sweet. Use Colgate Tooth Powder! This is Mel Blank saying thanks for listening and reminding you all that this is Boy Scout Week. Tonight we want to join in saluting the 1,980,000 scouts in America and their brother scouts in 51 nations of the world. Good night, Andy. In the beer, the beer, the beer, that's all. This is Bud Easton reminding you that Colgate Blue Powder for a breath of sweet and teeth that sparkle brings you the Mel Blank Show every Tuesday at this time. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday night for more fun with Mel and the people you'll meet in Mel Blank's Fix-It Shop. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy Show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy Show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y and Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.